0: It's time to wake up. What do you think? Good news or bad? You're in the early service, so I assume that most of you hear that call, it's time to wake up, and you jump right out of bed, springing, like the hymn says, wake awake, for the night is over and the day has come. But not everyone likes to wake up, you know. There are some among us, even in this room, even at this hour in the morning, who would prefer to sleep, wouldn't we? There are some among us, there's some in every crowd, no matter what time of day it is, who prefer to hit the snooze button. Because, you know, sleep is nice, isn't it? Sleep provides this nice little escape from everything else. Sleep provides this wonderful sense, even if it's a false sense, even if it's an illusion, sleep provides this nice escape an escape to a place where nothing really matters, an escape to a place where anything, literally anything in your dreams can happen. And it doesn't seem strange, does it? In our dreams we can go from one place to another, from one thing to the next, and there's no logical progression in there, but we just receive the dream like a gift. It washes over us and in dream world nothing really matters. You can jump off a cliff, you can crash your car, nothing really matters. You can have the strangest dream possible and it doesn't matter, does it? You always wake up. Dream world is wonderful that way. It provides that sense of escape. There is that wonderful security that comes in dream world where illusions abound, where nothing matters and anything, literally anything is possible. But it's an illusion, isn't it? It's an illusion. That sense of security that comes in dream world isn't real. And we don't want to live, spend our days passing through this world as an illusion. So it says in the book of Proverbs, look at the ant. Look at the ant. This is every father's favorite verse to tell his son, right? Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider the ways of the ants and become wise. For without having any chief or officer or ruler, the ant prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you arise yourself from sleep? For a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Did anyone ever have a dad who quoted them that verse? Some of us in the room did. Go to the ant, it said in the book of Proverbs. But Jesus says, don't look at the ants. Instead, consider these virgins and become wise. Consider these virgins and become wise so that you do not sleep in false security, but so that you might truly live. It's time to wake up, Jesus says. And that's not a bad thing because what Jesus has in store for you at the end and already now is better than anything that dream world can give you. Oh yes, in dream world there is that false sense of security. In dream world anything is possible and nothing really matters. And that's why we like dream world. But in the world with Jesus Christ, we have something far better than even the best of dreams. So wake up. Wake up not to a terrible, annoying, Buzzer, beep, 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 but wake up to the Lord Jesus. Wake, awake, for night is flying, the watchmen cry. And when you hear that call to awake to the Lord Jesus, I would have you rejoice. I would have you jump out of your bed, so to speak, and never, never hit the snooze button for what the Lord Jesus gives you. What he gives you at the end and what he gives you already now is better than dream world. You know, some people think Christianity is just the opposite. Have you ever heard this one? Some people think that being a Christian is an escape. They think that being a Christian is an escape from reality. Oh, you Christians, you put your hope in God, you put your hope in Christ, you hope for the world to come so that you can avoid the troubles of this life. But Christianity is no snooze. Jesus Christ is not a sleeping pill. He is not Lunesta that you can take to put yourself to sleep. I think it's just the other way around, isn't it? With Jesus Christ comes true life. With Jesus Christ comes true wakefulness. With Jesus Christ and the hope that he brings, we actually become aware of what this world really needs. We do not escape from the troubles of this world, but we see them for what they are. And we do not avoid trying to solve the problems of this world, but we actually know where the answer is. It's been said that if you aim at earth, you will lose both heaven and earth. But if you aim at heaven, then you get earth thrown in with it. I think that's right on. And that's what Jesus Christ would have you know this morning. Wake up to Jesus Christ so that you don't lose the world to come and so that you do not lose this world. Because without Christ, without Christ, the world sleeps. Those who do not know Jesus Christ pass through this world like a dream. Oh, they think they see things. They think they know clearly. They think they have solutions, but their solutions are like trying to piece together a dream Have you ever had that experience? You wake up in the morning and you go to talk to your wife or your kids or your friends and you say, I feel like I had this great dream, but I can't quite put it together. How often the world around us sounds just like that. We have these great plans, we have these great visions, we have these great dreams, but we don't know how to put them all together. It is the Christians in the world, it is you, the children of light, who actually see things for what they are. It is you, the children of light, who know that at the heart of all of our sufferings, at the heart of all of our maladies, at the, part, at the heart of all of our sorrows and our sighings is sin. And so at the heart of all of our troubles, at the heart of all of our maladies, at the heart of all of our sin, of our sorrows, there must be a solution that addresses sin. If we don't know that, we might as well just be sleeping. We might as well just be passing through this world, hitting the snooze button, hitting the sleep button, putting the sounds of wakefulness away. Jesus calls us this morning to wake from dream world where nothing matters, where anything is possible, but nothing ever actually happens. He calls us to wake from those things, which is to say, he calls us to repent That's what it means to wake up. That's what St. Paul is describing in his epistle. He is not saying that you're never allowed to go to sleep. In fact, it's good to sleep, isn't it? He's not saying that it's wrong or sinful to hit the snooze button. You're okay if you do that. I do it all the time. You can ask my wife. It's not sinful to do those things. But what St. Paul is saying is that our life, whether we are awake or whether we are asleep, is to be lived in repentance, to turn away from empty dreams, to turn away from all sin that he describes so vividly and so aptly as a kind of drunkenness. This is the way all sin works. It holds out this wonderful appeal. Just do this. Just take this. Just pursue this and then everything will be great. And then as soon as you reach out to take it, it's like Eve taking the forbidden fruit. She bites into the apple, her eyes are opened, and she becomes aware that she is guilty and is ashamed. That's how sin always works. It is like the bottle, you take a drink from it and the next thing you know, you're waking up with a splitting headache. St. Paul says, put all that away. Wake up from that kind of life, not just from literal drunkenness, though we must avoid that, but also from any kind of sin. Wake up from that dream world of sin so that you would not be found without true life. Now sometimes that kind of wake-up call, that call to repent, feels like, you know, your dad yelling at you, get up, son, you're going to miss the bus. Get up, son, you've got to get to work. Get up, son. And he flips the lights on, did any of you have a dad like this? I can say these things because he's not here with us this morning. Sometimes that call to wake up comes because we would, and and it feels harsh because we prefer the pillow. We prefer the gentleness of sleep. We want to avoid the things of this world. We want to avoid the true life, and so we'd like to stay in dream world. But what Christ Jesus calls you to is not to get on the school bus. How awful would that be? If being a Christian meant getting on an awful, terrible school bus and going to school and sitting in a classroom and listening to... I shouldn't say things so harshly against teachers, should I? But Christ Jesus does not call us to a life of drudgery, is my point. He calls us to wake from sin so that we may live with him. See, that's the wonderful thing about a wake-up call, isn't it? When you wake up to something that you're excited for, you don't even have to be told to wake up, right? When you know it's Christmas morning, you don't have to wait for the alarm clock to go off. You don't have to wait for mom and dad to come in and say, all right, time to rise. You jump out of bed and you go and get them. That's what the Christian life is. It is a wake-up call not to a slumber party and not to drudgery, but it is a wake-up call to true life. Because what Christ Jesus has in store for us at the end, that wedding feast that he spoke of in the parable, the kingdom that he described last week, that he gives us a glimpse of already now. Wake up to Christ's world where everything matters. Right In dream world, nothing matters. Wake up to Christ worlds, where Christ's world, where not everything is possible, but where the real things actually happen, where salvation is possible. You are called to wake up from sin. You are called to repent from the darkness. You are called to wake up to true life already now. Which is to say, you are called to live with Jesus. You have been made part of a new generation. The epistle puts it this way. It says that you are children of the day. You aren't boomers. You aren't millennials. You aren't Zoomers. You aren't whatever other things there may be out there. You are not the greatest generation. You are part of something even better than that. You are children of the day. And what characterizes children of the day? Are they lazy? Are they a lazy generation? Are they entitled? Are they an entitled generation? By no means. What did St. Paul said? He said, these three things characterize children of the day. Faith, love, and hope. You are children of light, children of the day. You are part of that generation that is still to come. You are part of those people, and so your lives already now must be characterized by these things. A life of trust. A life of living, not where we know everything, not where we see everything, but we trust the one who does. We are to live a life of love. For in Christ Jesus, your life actually matters already now, right? In dream world, nothing matters, but in the world that Christ has prepared for you, in the life that he gives you already now, that life of love matters now. Your neighbor around you needs you. So wake up that you may serve them. And Christ Jesus also would have you live in this world as children of the day who have hope. How wonderful. We could spend this morning talking about faith. We could spend this morning talking about love, but I want to impress on you the importance of hope because the world around us doesn't know about hope, do they? The world around us knows about maybe temporary hopes. They know about temporary dreams, but they don't know how to get there. In Christ Jesus, you have hope, not despair. In Christ Jesus, you have light, not darkness. In Christ Jesus and in his commands for you, in his holy word, you have a sure and certain hope. For Christ Jesus has come, Christ Jesus has died, Christ Jesus has risen, and he has left you with this promise. Behold, I am coming again. Do not despair, dear friends. It is so easy, isn't it? It is so easy to look around and see the world that is built on empty dreams and to think, you know, it would be better to go to sleep, wouldn't it? It would be better if I could just pass through this world. But Christ Jesus does not want you sleeping. He wants you to wake up. And he wants you to live with him, not in blank despair, not in anger or wrath. That's what goes with despair. But he wants you to live with a sure and certain hope. Doing the work that he has given to you while it is day, even if the work he has given you seems, seems like it's not getting you anything. For in Christ Jesus, there is no loss. In Christ Jesus, none of your work is ever done in vain. In him there is hope. Hope for this world and hope for the world to come. You have that helmet of salvation put on your heads because you are children of the day. So wake up. Wake up, dear friends. It is long past the time for us to hit snooze. It is far past the time for us to sleep in sin. It is far past the time for us to live in drunkenness, in spiritual drunkenness like the world all around us. It's time for us to wake up to wake up early, to wake up in advance. Christ Jesus calls to you today, wake up. Wake up, dear friends. He doesn't come as your enemy to rouse you, to put you on that school bus, to put you to some kind of hard labor, but he calls you to wake up to the life that he would give you. He calls you to wake up to that life of faith and love and hope. He calls you to gather oil now. And in this place, he provides oil in abundance, does he not? He solves all your maladies with the forgiveness of sins. He announces to you that wonderful message that he will be your Lord, that he will be your Savior. We marched that gospel book right out into the middle of the church this morning so that we would all wake up and pay attention, for our Lord Jesus has good things in store for us, not bad things. And he serves us in this place with a food that is far better than any coffee, that is far better than any breakfast that this world could offer you. He gives us the food of eternal life, the food of his body and the drink of his blood. Taste and wake, dear friends. Drink and be alive, dear friends. For this is how you store up that oil, by making the best use of the time he has given you. In dream world, nothing matters. In dream world, anything is possible, but nothing ever actually happens. Wake up from that world to the life that Christ Jesus gives, the life where everything matters and where salvation, salvation is not just possible, but he actually gives it to you. It's time to wake up. Don't hit snooze, don't be despairing, don't be those who roll over and say, maybe some other time, wake up now to the life that Christ Jesus gives you in this world, so that when he comes again, you may gladly go to meet him. To him be the glory now and always. Amen.